He's a smart ass. And she's got a big ass. <laughs> Tolerating each other since 2009. This is Just the Two of Us. Hello and welcome to Just the Two of Us. We have been MIA for a while. Uh, Instagram has reinstated our adorable account. And Yay. yeah, now we're just going to get back to regular postings, um, even though this one will probably be going up on a Tuesday. Going up? On a Tuesday. We <laughs> promised you Monday, but you're getting a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe we'll move to Thursday. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but uh, we're going to continue on today with our Pillow Talk conversation, since we are doing this a little bit later at night, yep. getting comfy. Time for bed. Alyssa's a little sleepy. <laughs> Figure we'd answer a few questions, have a little fun, and then ship this thing off in the morning. Yeah. So we're going to pick some more thought-provoking questions. Um, not that Kyle and I have been in a funk, but there's just been a few things that have been going on with like work and friendship-wise that has kind of left us on certain days feeling a little funky. So um, we've just been having some deeper conversations lately, and I think it's important for us to have, especially now as a married couple, um, to communicate things that you wouldn't think to ask all the time um now we're just kind of diving that into that a little bit more communicating a little bit better wouldn't you say yeah a little bit when you say funk all i can think of is the old greg quote that i'm not going to quote <laughs> please uh, don't <laughs> yeah I, I figured you're not gonna have to edit it so i just i won't mention it but yeah i i, I would say that i was in a funk a little longer ago i've been out of it for a little bit spent especially since the weather's gotten a little bit nicer. Yeah, that's um, super helpful. And since I've gotten back into like lifting and working out a little bit more frequently. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been super helpful. All right, let's dive into some let's, of these questions. Let's get these out of the way. I'm excited. All right. So the first question is, um, well, I guess we'll start off on this one. It's a little bit cheesy. Uh, when do you feel the most connected to me? I would say when we have either our talks in the car or out on our porch yeah i was gonna say it's more it's more random like spontaneous moments than anything planned yeah for sure it just depends on when both of us sync up right when you're in a relationship for a long time moods are, moods aren't something you normally have that much control over uh, you feelings you can but like a mood if you're in a bad mood it's hard to get out of a bad mood it's hard to help mm -hmm. someone out of a bad mood so whenever we're both in like more of an introspective mood or if we're both able to talk and not get annoyed or like i don't know there's just there's lots of different emotions after a long time so whenever that syncs up and we're in a good place for a conducive conversation then that's probably yeah. it i feel like our saturday and sunday mornings are really great for that we wake up, we have coffee together, sit down, and really spend a lot of time together. Depends on who's hungover, but... <laughs> I'm not talking about those mornings. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the mornings where it's just you and I, because typically we'll have people with us, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question is, what circumstances are you okay with going into debt for? This is so relevant to our lives currently, I would say. Uh, I feel like the intro is misleading misleading in a <laughs> sense but we've had a lot of conversations of 
what we are willing to spend our money on as of recent, and a lot of it goes to our house projects. Yeah. Uh, nothing frivolous is my Correct. answer. So debt, good debt is anything that can be an investment or anything that can accumulate like value over time. Mm-hmm. So a house isn't necessarily bad debt, but it can be. Uh, our house has been a major pain in the ass since we got it. Uh, but we're kind of getting to a spot now where I think it's going to be good for us. We've done a lot of work to it, hoping that in the spring we can not refinance it, but get it reappraised and mm-hmm. actually bring the value of it quite a, up quite a bit, along with um, hopefully a couple major renovations that won't cost a crazy amount of money. So Yeah, that's the biggest thing that we're running into right now. Is... Everything's just expensive. Like mm-hmm. when you get into any house material, anything you want to buy, uh, it's usually pretty expensive. And anything that you want to DIY correctly, you normally have to buy a tool or something for it anyway. And the price of the materials and the tools that you need to get the job done right is often very similar to paying a professional or the right professional to do it. Um, but you learn a skill, you can do something. Uh, so the answer to the question isn't house, but basically don't get into credit card debt. Don't buy like random shoes and like apparel and stuff that's going to put you into debt for something silly. You're giving advice right now. It's asking what you would personally go into debt for. Well, a house, a car, student loans. You go into debt for a car? We, we are in debt I get, for a okay, car. Okay, you're right. Technically, yes. I, I'm thinking like an expensive car from your point oh. of view. <laughs> no, because I, I started off with saying nothing frivolous, right? Yep. And I don't think a car is frivolous in any stretch of the imagination unless you're getting a very expensive car and you have like a $600 car payment. Mm-hmm. And some people okay. can afford that pretty easily, which is great. Um, but yeah, both of our cars were well within means and it actually made more sense to finance our cars than it did to like pay cash for them mm-hmm. um and then yeah houses generally can be I, I wouldn't usually call them an investment but it's a good place to i don't know yeah houses and cars good debt i would say all right the next question is how would you like to start your ideal morning hmm Deal more. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just deciding whether or not I how wanted... graphic you wanted to be. Yeah, um, I feel like we've become a little bit more tame as these have gone on. That's good though. It's for general audience purposes. So if I'm gonna answer the question truthfully, um, a blowjob is a great way to start, and then within the first like twenty minutes of waking up, some sort of caffeine would also be nice. The Man City game. Um. Yeah, any sporting event after those two would be fantastic. The only reason I said Man City is because football's typically not that early in the morning. I mean, so. but what if I woke up at like 11.45, got a BJ, walked on stairs? are we like in college again waking up at 11.45? I can do what I want. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, so your ideal morning would be literally waking up in the afternoon. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying that I wake up whenever I want to wake up and exactly so in the afternoon and the ideal start to that morning includes a blowjob and caffeine all right good to know what about you does it not include a blowjob no it doesn't (laughs) i would rather not (laughs) (laughs) my ideal morning would be waking up feeling fully rested (laughs) 
Yeah, you have that trouble sometimes. I do. I really do. Without getting into too much detail, because that's how dreams happen, but Alyssa just has a wild imagination when she's dreaming and often wakes up not feeling rested, which is a crazy yeah, thought to me. Yeah, it's just, it's wild. It feels too real half the time. Regardless, waking up feeling fully rested, going and working out like right away, having the energy to go and work out right away, whether that's running with the dog or something along those lines, and then having a cup of coffee on my front porch and maybe eating a donut. Hey, mm. donuts not a bad way to yeah, go. Cranky owls. Mm-hmm. If we were in Virginia, definitely duck donuts. Ducky donuts. But I like to be very productive right when I first wake up. And then I feel good after doing that. And then I feel like I deserve a nap. So that's why I like to get up right away, do something, and then go back and relax. Yeah, I I'll want to segue this away from a question really quick. Because I don't know if the next one's going to lend itself as well as this can. But... I've always not been a morning person where waking up in the mm-hmm. thought of doing something strenuous or that takes like mental energy directly after waking up or even close to it is a real pain in the ass for me. You so, are impossible yeah, to wake up. Um, so Alyssa has always been the opposite, but I think over the last couple of years, I've switched you to be more Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed morning. at you for making me the way I am. I was always kind of taught like the minute your alarm goes off you need to get up and get going otherwise you're gonna be left behind and your whole day is gonna turn to shit where kyle would (laughs) when i would sleep over at his house when we first started dating he would snooze for like an hour and a half before he would actually get up and it drove me insane because i would not be able to fall back asleep after that point and I would feel like, okay, we got to get up. Like, we got to do something. And he just would not. Now he has me snoozing at least once. Yeah. And I think we found a, de- a middle ground for sure. It's not great. I I liked being able to spring out of bed right away. And it drives me insane now that I struggle more than I used to, for sure. Yeah, but I'd also like to point out that the alarm clock itself has changed. Where, when I was a kid, it was an actual alarm clock with a snooze button. And now it's, it, then it turned into my phone, right? In college, it was just like an alarm or a timer on my phone. And now it's our goddamn Alexa. And she Alyssa, oh, that is annoying. Uh, now Alyssa just yells snooze at it, like really loudly. And it's Oh yeah, worse. so now he gets annoyed. Yeah, it's worse than just hitting like pause. It's so annoying. No, it's even better. Well, I sleep with a pillow over my head too, so then I can fall back asleep way easier. <laughs> So, payback's a bitch. Yeah, had that one coming, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, moving on. In your opinion, what is the one thing we've argued about in the last 90 days? Hmm. We argued about finances for the house and the car and everything. I don't think finances, per se. It's not frequent, but we did. Like we definitely oh, I see that. what you're saying. Like contribution towards everything. Yeah, like overall, like how we were divvying stuff up and like budgets and everything for the year. Yeah, 
<laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I don't know. I don't know if we should dive into it again because I don't want to start fighting because I'm not angry about it anymore. Uh, I'm not. I was never angry about it. I was angry that you didn't see what I was. Trying I don't to think show we you. should talk about it. <laughs> hey. uh, I don't think you understood what I was trying to show you. So we'll you leave weren't it at showing that. me anything. Oh, I was showing you lots. No, that's not how that worked. Well, Again, I would agree. We don't have to talk about it. I feel chill. Let's about just it. say that that long pause at the beginning was probably very good. That we couldn't come up with something. So yeah, I mean, we haven't really been fighting about much. No, is that not even it's fighting? Is not the word, right? What does it say? Argue. Oh, argue. Yeah, same thing. Semantics. Semantics. Okay, when you talk about me with somebody, do you have positive, negative, or neutral things to say? Oh. Think yeah, it depends on the day. For sure, all positive. Like I, it norm- depends on the person too. Yeah, and I would often start with a compliment first, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I guess a lot of the negatives are really more neutrals. I don't often just like shit talk you behind your back. If I'm gonna shit talk you, it's gonna be right at you. Oh, that's sweet. You're welcome. I shit talk you behind your. Back. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> We're very different people. I can tell by the TV you watch that you shit talk me behind my back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just. I feel like getting it out and then moving on with my day is probably better than harboring. Yeah, but you're not getting it out to anyone that is going to help the situation. Then oh, they just think I'm an asshole. Oh, what? Megan and Be- Becky helped me plenty. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you probably you can ask, like, Bella, Alex, Dylan. I don't usually. Yeah. I talk about more funny situations or, like, life situations when I speak about you. Yeah, I don't know. Like so I said, most of yeah, most of my negatives are neutral. Just you know, like an event that was annoying or Colby pissing in my clothes, like that was annoying and like How is that on me? <laughs> How is that about me? It's your cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's our cat, knock it off. It's our house and he lives in <laughs> our house. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um <laughs> I can't believe you said that. What? It was like 10 o'clock on like a Tuesday and I just cleaned that bucket of clothes and he peed in it. Yeah. Well, moving on from that. Okay. But I will say it was cute that Jess revealed in our, in the podcast that we had with him and Mark or with her and Mark that she said the reason that she liked you was because you said such nice things about me. That made me feel good. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think of what I specifically said about you, um, because like I said, I usually do start with positive stuff. Like I don't normally have that many Tell bad me. things to say Tell about you. Tell me what you say. Oh, she's so pretty and smart and adorable <laughs> and kind. <laughs> what accent was that? Uh, I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sweet. You don't want to ask me any more questions? About? What I say about you? You said you said they were negative. You talked shit behind my back. What else do I want to <laughs> I didn't know? say. I said it depends on the situation. Okay, so what are the positive otherwise things I, you say? Otherwise, I say very neutral things about you. No positives? Po- no, no, no. It depends on... Uh, okay. I would say out of anything, I say more neutral things about you. So I, I said I talk about like more life things. Like, me and Kyle did this. Or uh, we talked about this today. Or he did this this morning. When I talk positively about you, it's more so like when you surprise me with date night stuff or by cleaning up without me asking you to do so because you don't typically do that. And more so when you surprise me than anything. 
That's what I talk Interesting. Positive. Spontaneity. Got it. Going on the checklist. How do you not know that by now? Whoa, chill out over there. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like that should have been a day one type realization. How do you realization. not know that by now? <laughs> You're, all you were missing there was a fin- finger wag. Yeah, yeah I true. would say, if I had to pick one, I would say positive things about you more than anything else. That's really sweet, babe. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's relevant. What is your favorite memory of our wedding day? The whole day. You gotta have one memory. I remember the whole day. I have a good memory. And I was drunk, so... <laughs> if there was a gun to your head and they said, pick one thing. Pick one thing. I was jumping in the pool. I have no... I'm just saying that's a really good, like, exemplification of how the day was for everybody. Like, everyone stands at an altar. Everyone says nice things. Everyone gets rings. But there's not an often where you go and have a good time with all your friends, dance, drink, and then you end up in a pool with your wedding dress on. Just saying. Okay, you're right. Yeah, you don't always end up in a pool at the end of a wedding, so. What about you? Mm. Yeah, I feel like I got judged there for not saying, I mean, like, no, your speech I... was just moving because it was I good. meant, like, you could have said, like, my butt looked really good that day. Like It's like every day. <laughs> I don't need to extra say that for a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I think I wasn't anticipating you being as emotional as you were because you're not an emotional person so that was probably my favorite part of the day where you just didn't you just kept saying to me like i don't want this day to end that was really special to me so i'll forever remember that nice yeah that was a good day like i said i would take the whole day let's do that again yeah all right next week crank that bitch up to 11 and start her over yeah i'm all about it what is one thing you discovered about me after we got married that you love the way I would normally answer this question is nothing has really changed Agreed. since we've gotten married. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to take me a little bit to think of something. Most, again, I most of, we knew each other so well before we got married. Yeah. Um, People think that once you get married, it's like this whole revelation type thing. Like, oh, we're starting something new and it's all going to be different because we have this legal piece of paper. But it just takes major life events and like certain things to change. That was people. a major life event. Yeah, and it was a really good week. <laughs> and we nothing changes, what I'm oh, saying. My Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on that. I think one. we had a long time to prepare and get ready yeah. for that particular life event. Yeah, sometimes I think maybe too long. Not in the f- sense that I wanted to get married sooner. I think we did it at the correct time. Um, I'm thinking more so from the standpoint of. People were wanting us to be, I think, a little bit more lovey-dovey after we got married. Because, again, people put this have this perception of, like, oh, it's supposed to be pure bliss from the second you get married for, you know, the next, like, 10 years. But we're already 10 years down the road. So, again, we're a little bit more yeah. hardened to... Don't put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Yeah, that was a difficult question. That was a difficult question. Uh, what is something I do that makes you feel loved the most? I feel like this is a good one to end on, so this will be our last question. Okay. When you scratch my head. That's when you feel most loved by me? Kinda, yeah. It's like, we're usually chilling, doing something, like, doing nothing, and I really enjoy getting my head scratched, because I always have since I've been little, and you know that I like it, so when you do it, it's like it's not necessarily vulnerable, but I just enjoy 
that you were willing to do that for me because mm. you could be like that's weird i don't know who would say that but head scritches are the way to go head scritches oh, <laughs> gross i hate when you say why, why? scritches are great <laughs> no stop um you, you love dog memes don't even act like you don't okay what is something i that i do that makes you feel wait read it again as if it was me you read, want... <laughs> you read it. You read it. What is something I do that makes you feel loved the most, babe? <laughs> I can't. I know. Because uh, I know what you're thinking right now. And I don't want to say it. Something that you do that makes me feel loved the most. Surprises. Unreal. You've said surprises <laughs> twice in this. I think when you just they get you a jack in the box. <laughs> well, when you come home and you make an effort to come over and hug me right away, like embrace me for a very long time rather than just like, hey, hey, how's it going? Like you take the effort to come over and hug me and say, hi, sweetie, how was your day? And you kiss me and you hold me for a while. That's when I know you love me because I get all the feels. I like I like that answer, but. Uh, the reason I'm saying that is because there was a YouTube video I watched like probably almost a month ago now and it was someone who was a psychologist discussing all the little things that you do in your life and how it adds up to be possibly bigger things and then he um, like focused in on relationships where what is the first thing you do when you wake up what is the thing you do when you go to work what's the first thing you do when you get home and what do you do before bed like, there's all these small little interactions and in how you're working together or not working together. Weird. I always tell you it's the small things that make me happy, so wow. that makes sense. I'm just saying that he explained it the way that I needed to hear it. And... <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. Yeah, well... Oh, that's so funny. I'm just saying, sometimes we don't communicate well, and it's... I don't know what it, what it is, but I... When I, I know it what from... it is. It's your phone oh in your hand. <laughs> Who? Yes, I agree with you that the small trying things... to make a good point, trying to say you're right, still get shit on. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. Give me a kiss. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Cutie. Reetity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's a wrap on our pillow talk. Did we're we ending it. We're, e- <laughs> we're ending it. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Two steps